taking a bitch in my lap. That completes the order. However you wanna go, do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Yo, what's up? It's Black Loud Proud and this is Straight Yak, no motherfucking chaser. Last week I was on a break. This week I'm back. Been gone for a minute now. I'm back with a jump off. Huh? <laughs> hey. Anyway, I missed the fuck out of y'all. Um, it's mid to May. This is the last episode. I was going to give y'all five incredible episodes, but like I said last week... Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And now this particular last episode was supposed to be pretty phenomenal. I had like some people lined up, but listen, life, um, justice and liberty do and don't be happening. So here we are. And I'm freestyling this shit. Um, I actually haven't drank in a little minute, but um, I got some Hennessy on deck. <laughs> Because as you know, straight yak is a double entendre, which means I'm generally sipping a little yak. And then I'm talking a little like, talk a little bit, drink a little bit. Uh, hey, I'm turned up and I haven't even been drinking that much. I'm just excited to be back um, because I, I love I love this platform. I, I love the feedback. I love the audience like y'all are amazing um i'm gonna encourage everybody to hit me up with any comments questions concerns or if you just want to talk to me shit i be i be want to talk to people 202-888-4-YAK that's 202-888-4925 hit me up hit my line um if you call me and I don't answer, leave a voicemail and I'll hit you back. If you text me, I answer almost instantaneously, even in my sleep. Um, it's just a bad habit. Um, you're not that great. It's just a bad habit. Um, this month has been jam-packed um, for me, um, for black people in general. Well, shit, what month ain't jam-packed? Um... A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot has been going on. Shit, I've been suffering during mental May, y'all. I, I think I said that on the last episode. Like, I end up breaking down. I don't feel bad about that. Um, you know, straight yak be about whatever the fuck I want it to be. Sometimes it's about fucking history. Sometimes it's about love, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And sometimes it's about some current events some politics, whatever. Like, I'm really not going to ever spend any time discussing Trump because I don't give a fuck. I'm really not going to spend any time discussing Hillary because I don't give a fuck. I'm really not going to waste any time speaking about how I think John Lewis is a whole tweak. Let me turn that shit off. Sorry. Um how I think John Lewis is a whole tweet because here you are peacefully and nonviolently fighting for justice and all of these rights and shit for black folks but then you gonna get a naval ship named after you bruh a naval ship that supplies like ammunition and oh okay oh okay alright then bet but this podcast is not about John motherfucking Lewis. This podcast is wrapping up mental motherfucking May. And um, I'm going to be skipping around a bit because, listen, y'all, I work two motherfucking jobs and I'm planning some motherfucking events. Um, actually, sometime tomorrow, 
I'm going to magically put up the next event for the Black Queen Collective. Um, this show is brought to you by the Black Queen Collective. Um, this is a more ratchet piece, so you might not see a direct attachment, but <laughs> we out here though. Um, www.blackqueencollective.com sometime June 1st, maybe June 2nd, because I'm black and sometimes it be like that. Um, check out the website for the next Sistar Weekend event. Next month is going to be an amazing event about financial literacy, which I mean, honestly. Financial literacy is is key to mental health. Like while we're talking about it, because oftentimes if we don't plan accordingly, if we don't budget correctly, then the next thing you know, we stressing over rent and how we're gonna pay this and how we're gonna keep our phone on and how we're gonna keep our cable on so we can watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, um, and Real Housewives of Atlanta and all the ratchet shit, you know, that some people like to indulge in. Um, and I'll be the first one to admit that I watch all of those shows. Why? Because I like to keep it relevant and uh I like to I, I like to I like to stay relatable. I can sit up in my house, sitting up in my room, reading all these books. Listen, I got all these books around me. I just finished reading some shit because I got a a, a whole presentation that I have to do tomorrow. And I was kind of thinking, damn, I said Straight Yak is going to be back on the 31st, but uh, raw. The way these projects and papers and event planning shit is set up. Um, But no, I'm not going to let that get the best of me. Why? Because consistency is key. And it's important that you and I are here together right now. Um, Yeah, it's just important because I love you and you love me. We're best friends as friends could be With a great big cup of Hennessy from me to you Won't you say you're drunk too? I'm not drunk. Um, I think I got allergies or something, y'all. I don't know. I'm falling apart, but I'm together right here. Um, We talked about mental health. The first episode we talked about in general how it is taboo in our communities and we don't talk about it enough um just a general overview of like black health in the mental community is what we popped off with in the beginning of may and then the second episode was pretty phenomenal um if i do say so myself i I had my my bro um willie lynch (laughs) bounce when you say the junior uh incredible comedian um, we did an episode. It's it's hard out here for a brother. Well, I really just let him, you know, take the reign and talk about his own personal um, struggles and triumph against depression. Um, and he touched on like how nutrition plays a role and how your mind. And we discussed putting your family's history in full context, um, being an important part of your mental health because. Oftentimes we don't understand and because we fail to understand, we have these ill relationships with our parents and people in our family and maybe even people that we're involved with, you know, romantically or even platonically. You know what I'm saying? Like those things trickle down and they affect us every day, whether we know it or not. And so um, it was a phenomenal episode. If you didn't check it out before, you should check it out now. Um, Again, that was the second episode this month. The third episode is where I pretty much opened myself up um, and talked about my own personal battles with depression and suicide. More so suicide, but I mean, you know, like 
I was really depressed, like, during all of these times, um, especially, like, one of my last major breakdowns. And I talked about how I was on cycle and all of that shit. And, you know, sometimes you don't want to put stuff out there like that because you don't want people to take it as a weakness or when you care about black people so much that you change your last name to black and you're a community organizer when you find time, you know, to get off the plantation and you pro-black and all of this shit and about the people and, you know, I'm Master P. I'm about it, about it. I'm with that shit. Liberation. Black liberation and all of that shit. Um, rage against this bullshit-ass machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sometimes I'm skeptical about putting that type of information out. But at the end of the day, like, I want somebody else to hear my story and know that they're not alone. Because has someone shared with me that when you hit your mid-20s, especially if you're, like, quote-unquote educated, like, you did everything the right way. Oh, go to school. Get your high school diploma. Go to a good college. Do this, do that. Intern. Get a job. You do all this shit. And everything still ain't shit, and you still black, and it's still fucked up, and motherfuckers are still dying, and black babies are falling into a fucking gorilla cage, and then the parents are being fucking criminalized. Like, when you black, it's hard out here, man. Shit. When shit like that be happening, man, like, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard out here for a pimp. When you try to get this money for the rent. And one of the first things that you know what I mean, like that I think really affects a lot of us as it relates to mental health is our jobs. So much stress, whether it's good stress or bad stress. Good stress being like you out here, you a teacher, you're working, you're doing your damnness, you're pouring in everything you have to uplift and better the community. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, that's like, you're doing it for a good purpose, but you end up stressed the fuck out. And then there's bad stress where people are, you know, little microaggressions that they throwing at you. You know what I'm saying? Like little passive shit that white people be doing to you on a job and they got you feeling crazy and you tiptoeing around, you know what I'm saying? In your, in your blackness and your black skin because of the bullshit that they be on. Um, or, you know, micromanaging motherfuckers at work or motherfuckers at work who think they your manager, but they not, or your manager who think they top manager of the motherfucking world and be coming down on you about some bullshit, even though your work shows and proves that you're one of the most valuable fucking assets to that job. Like I know 10 people right now that I talk to every day that are going through that very same thing right now. And stress is a bitch. Stress is a bitch. B-I-T-C-H, stress is a bitch. Stress is just bad for you. It's bad for you all around. And then when you start getting into stress, like, you got to... One of the one of the main things that I wanted to talk about this month, and I ain't even going to lie and fake and fraud, like, um... I've even skimmed this book correctly. I started reading it from the beginning. Um, and the book that I'm referring to right now at this moment is um, Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome. America's Legacy of Enduring Inner Injury and Healing by Dr. Joy DeGray. De, de de I looked that shit up on how to pronounce it and I don't forgot. I guess the hen is setting in. So I'm going to just drink a little bit more and act like I remember what the fuck, how the fuck you pronounce her name. 
Anyway, Google it. Post-traumatic slave syndrome. Like she coined the term 25 years ago. So it'll pop up. Dr. Dr. Joy DeGruy. DeGray. DeGruy. DeGree. I have a degree, so it don't matter if I can pronounce that shit or not. I know how to type it out. Anyway, post-traumatic slave syndrome. Like this is a very real thing. And it's like she created that term to kind of help explain like how this multi-generational oppression from like slavery and Jim Crow and black codes and I mean shit today like just institutionalized racism and white supremacy how this shit affects us and our behavior and how you know what I mean like it's all trauma and it's just been passed down and it's like people have done research in the past about how you know this trauma has been passed down like through DNA um like they've looked at how it's affected you know Jews and Native Americans and other groups of people but like Dr. Dr. Joy, that's what I'm going to call it, y'all, because, man, I ain't sure about that last name. But the gray, the group, I should call somebody. I got. Do I have one lifeline? They probably ain't going to know, so never mind. Um, post-traumatic slave syndrome, like, it's, it's real. And it's like generations and generations of trauma, not just some shit that happened to you, like once or for a short period of time or whatever blah 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 like post-traumatic stress disorder like is from like one single like traumatic experience or whatever versus 400 500 years of traumatic shit that's just been passed down and passed down and passed down on on top of like just like I said living in the skin that we're in you know what I mean like and how we our stress behind that because we know in all of these situations when one of our brothers, one of our sisters, one of our children, one of our mentally ill people has been murdered by the cops. Like we know like, yo, if they wasn't black, that shit wouldn't have went down like that. It just wouldn't have. And it's like so much shit that goes on. We carry so much stress with us every fucking day. And it's like, it's terrible, man. And like, you know, I wanted to talk about post-traumatic slavery syndrome, but I ain't even going to fake like I got through that book like that. I read like the first one and a half chapters a few years ago and I and I really got to get back to it and at least skim the joint like you're supposed to so you're able to say I read that shit but I would encourage everybody to go check that book out because it's real and those are things that we often admit and it goes back to what Willie Vince Jr. and I were saying about how you have to put everything into context like why does my mother act this way why does my father act this way why does my uncle or my aunt has you know uh some type of addiction act this way like what is affecting them what life choices that they've made or other people may have made that is impacting them because then you're able to put people in their full frame and really understand them so when you put each one of us in our in our 
our lineage into its full context and you go back like it's trauma it's it's horror it's it's vile it's vicious it's fucked up and these are things that we carry around every day and some people may be able to cope better than others some people aren't as effective because you know somewhere along the lines uh that black girl magic and you know the genius of black people we've been able to you know heal ourselves a bit because we can be healed um and they may have had better experiences and they don't deal with things the same and they don't carry them around and it doesn't impact them. Well, it never fucking impacts you until it actually impacts your ass. Because people be out here thinking, oh, blue lives matter and all lives matter. And then something happened to their ass and they realized that they black. And then reality sets in. We in the same motherfucking boat in the same fucked up ass passage that everybody else is in and that our ancestors were in etc etc does that mean there is a room for brighter better days no absolutely not but there's so many things that we have to do so many steps that we must take in order for um those things to be better, in order to be better in general, in order to be more whole, in order to heal, in order to move through this world a little bit more fluidly. Um, and, and one of the main things of mental health is just like our overall health and wellness in general. Like our body is our temple that is the portal to the world and how we connect and interact and blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling philosophical. I'm not sure if it's me or this Hennessy. I'm going straight off the block, hot, hitting in my hand, you understand? Ooh, ain't, it ain't even on the rocks, it's just straight out the bottle. Like I ain't got a whole presentation I got to do before I go to bed. Anyway, um, our health man, and like, I was doing all of this research because y'all know I research every week, um these topics and the things that you know I'm talking about but like diet and nutrition is like essential it's important to our overall well-being our mental wellness and all of that shit like why like how does good nutrition and good eating habits and all of these things impact our mental health well like first and foremost like Eating right, eating real food, not that processed bullshit full of dyes and all of this shit. And I'm guilty. Y'all know if I haven't said it on the podcast, I've said it on um, my Instagram that I'm vegan now. And it's officially been like 90, 91 days. Like I'm three months in this shit. And it's, and you know, it's saying it take 21 days to develop a habit. Well, I'm well into this habit and I'm, and I'm going to keep it up forever. Why? Because I have fibroids and the doctors want to cut me, but I don't want to be fucking cut. Why? Because I don't trust them. Just like I don't trust the fucking police. Like I'm not dealing with your ass. If I don't have to, I'm going to eat real food. 
And granted, I've been struggling. I still been eating some processed shit, like, you know, little meat substitutes or whatever, but I'm finna stray away from that shit because it's bullshit. And I'm finna incorporate more raw shit into my diet. I vow that I'm gonna eat once a week raw all day. Um, I'm gonna do a juice cleanse and um I'ma have my man Kepra um from Kepra Wellness here in DC on 8th Street. Check him out. They got juice and raw food that I'm about to like start diving into or whatever. Um, even though I'm never anywhere near fucking H Street. But you gotta support black businesses when and wherever they fucking are. When and where they are, wherever I'm gonna enter. I'm gonna slide up in that joint. Um somebody remind me to make sure I get some laundry detergent from um what's the name of it? True. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need some of that. Um, so like tomorrow, somebody reach out two zero two eight 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 two. No, damn, how I don't remember my own number. It's the Hennessy two zero two eight 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 four nine two five. That's two zero two eight 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 four yak. Like the yak that's in my hand right now. Um, somebody called or texted me to remind me to get my laundry detergent because I'm currently looking at clothes that need to be washed and it's going to be in that black-owned laundry detergent. Yes, absolutely. Thank you um, in advance. Anyway, like eating, I'm vegan now. And like I feel like all of these different things and the way things, like all these different benefits and how... I'm changing, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally with this whole transition. I feel great about it, yo. Like, I'm not going to be that person that be like, ew, you eat meat. But, like, that shit is lame. Like, the home hormones and chemicals and all types of shit they do to that shit. I'm not that person that's ever going to show you, like, animal cruelty videos and be like, oh, look what they doing to the chickens and because that's not the reason why I stopped doing that. I stopped eating that shit because I'm trying to give my body the tools to heal itself, to be well, like 360 all around. And um, eating well, eating real food is crucial for your brain, your brain development. Like we are what we eat and real food like gives us the protein and like all of this other complicated shit. I'm not a biologist. I'm not a biologist. I just talk a lot, but you understand what I'm saying. Like you literally have to feed your brain and we can't free our feed our brain. The red dye that's in flaming hot Cheetos and the little hug juices and uh, all of that shit. We got to feed it water. Give me water. Water for my mind. I think I think that's what Badu said. But anyway, um, it's crucial for brain development. Eating well. Eating well also, you know what I mean, is important to um, like your mood because different like vitamins like vitamin d i don't like vitamin d one eating well is is one thing one way to get it but vitamin d is like key to like happiness and life and all of that shit like in dc in the washington dc metropolitan area washington maryland and virginia g like it literally 
rained damn near every day in the month of May. Oh my God, dear God. It was like a record. Like I know it was at least 18 days that it rained. And it wasn't like it rained 18 days and 18 nights, but it was cloudy and gloomy. And I spent most of May fucked up because I needed some sun. I needed vitamin D. I also needed some D as well. In in case the man that I often go see about a dog is listening to this, I need more D, fam. I'm 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 just saying. Um <laughs> I'm just being honest. Hey you should eat better. Also eating better, eating well, eating real food, um, contributes to our gut health and when I say gut I mean like stomach like apparently there's like some connection between your brain and your stomach okay and I've been learning more about this shit because one um Nikolai um my sister um my G my ride or die that holds me together my glue my one plus one equals two um She's everything. And she's been preaching to me about good health forever as it relates to me dealing with my fibroids, as it relates to me dealing with depression and overall health and just like life. She's been like, yo, even the last Black Queen Collective event was a was was online. Right. And you can check that out. I I need to put that up on the website somehow. Um, www.blackqueencollective. I'm going to put that up there soon. Or you, you may be able to like even, um, Google that shit because the video is on YouTube. But anyway, in that we talked about trusting yourself and your intuition, trusting your gut. And she talked about the importance of good gut health because of the connection between your gut and your brain. And you can't think clearly if your gut is fucked up and your gut is going to be fucked up as long as you're not feeding it well. Right. So I did this research and I'm going to have to read some of this one because I'm tipsy enough and two because like I'm not a scientist. I'm a historian, a space age historian. And sometimes people be like, what is a space age historian? Well, I'm a forward thinking motherfucker. Okay. Follow me. Um, so I was reading this article about how the gut and brain have a, have this steady ability to communicate um, via the nervous system, hormones, and the immune system, right? Your immune system is like basically hosted in your gut. Like, fam, who knew? I didn't know this shit. Like, I know probiotics is good for you and all of that shit, but I didn't know all of this, right? And so it starts talking about how... Um, the body responds to stress, both mental, mental and physical stress in the same way, right? Like, no matter whether you're being attacked physically or mentally, like if a gorilla is attacking you and it's May 2016 and the kid just fell into the gorilla thing. So, of course, the gorilla is going to be a reference here. Okay, get into it anyway. So no matter if a gorilla is attacking you like physically or in your mind, you think you about to be attacked by this gorilla physically, or if someone is mentally attacking you or, or something 
whether it's mentally attacking you, your body responds in the same way, right? Like our body under conditions of, of, of like chronic stress, um, it, it like, it, it starts to respond. It, it begins to fight and the fight in, in your body is like your immune system and your immune system again is, is tied to your gut. Now, listen, I'm not a professor of gutology, but try to follow me in what I'm saying. Gut health is important. Like your immune system is like important and it's tied to that shit. And it's like our stress response doesn't readily distinguish between mental and physical distress. Like it just doesn't. So it could be some shit on your job that's bothering you. And whenever your body is under that type of stress, it releases like these chemicals um, that puts a certain part of our immune system on high alert. Right. And then our immune system is responding to this stress as if it were as if it were an infection, because an infection is something that attacks you. So stress is something that attacks your body in the same way that an infection does. So chronic stress is seen as like this chronic infection and your immune system is working like crazy to try to, you know, fight this shit off like this foreign um Thing that was created by this stress so like we really gotta get our, our overall health together man like do some research really learn like about this gut connection like it's simple like what, what, what did I google I don't even know gut and mental health google that shit and really get into it um because it's real um, and it's a legitimate connection and it's like health and what you eat is an important part of like dealing with these stress and these stressors. Um, also exercising is key. I need to put on my goddamn exercise clothes right now because I have to start back exercising for multiple reasons. Like to help me with the stress of the world and all of this shit, like exercise reduces stress it boosts the happy chemicals whatever the fuck they're called um which helps with depression um and a lot of us are fucking depressed because it's hard out here for a pimp like exercise also improves your self-confidence like when you're able to do like you know what i mean like when you when you're doing them planks and you can and you can hold there for a minute. And I ain't got there yet. But I'm going to get there. No, actually, I have done a minute plank before. But when you can do that, it's something about that that boosts your overall, like, feeling about yourself. Your self-confidence increase. Like, it, it exercise, if, you, if you're not in the gym and you actually, like, going outside to run, then you're getting fresh air. Um, you're getting exposed to, like nature and nature sounds that can be soothing and all of those things and also sun if the sun is out and again vitamin d is essential to like happiness and overall health especially if you you black 
You need that. And then, like, exercise can help anxiety, and it can just sharpen your mind and your memory and all this type of shit. And it also help you take your mind off of um of um shit. Um, especially if you like trying to kick a cigarette habit or some shit like that, because the brain releases dopamine when, you know, like when it's responding to exercise or sex or drugs and alcohol, dopamine is released. And so it's like the things that you would get from cigarettes or sex or drugs or whatever the alcohol may be, you can have that feeling while you exercise. Um, I'm not saying that that solves addiction, but it helps in the process of, you know, like recovery. That's important. It also helps relax your shit. Like once you, you know what I mean? Like once you do all, put in all that work, like your body is more relaxed, you're stretched out. Hopefully you stretched before you did it. Um, and it just, it's just a really good thing. And like when you extend beyond exercise, my favorite, <laughs> Lord, I hope my mama don't ever find this podcast. Please black Jesus steer her away from my podcast. Lord have mercy. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, 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 mm. I say that all to try to like mask what I'm finna segue into. But anyway, sex all the time, sex on my mind, sex everywhere I go. I'm trying to let you know it's stronger than any drug, even love. Sex, E X O O E E E. Make you crazy, have a baby all night long. I'm all stuffy. I don't even know if that sound right, but anyway, um, it doesn't matter why because this is straight yak, no motherfucking chaser, and you get it raw right here, uncut. Um, sex is really great for your mental health. Why? Because it helps keep your immune system together. Like it boosts, like. You're, it it just improves all types of shit. Like sex lowers your stress level. Um, it's 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 the shit. It builds intimacy and like it can lower some some blood pressure shit and like oh yeah, sex that helps. It really helps. It really helps with with mental health. Um. Yeah, get into that. A good, healthy sexual relationship, of course, um, is healthy. Like, I'm with it. You with it. They with it. Consensual shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't forget I said it. And, like, sex is like exercise. So all of those benefits that I said, like, before about sex is... All good. And don't stress yourself out with these bullshit articles that be floating around the internet either. Because stress is bad for your mental health. And there's stupid ass articles that be out here talking about um, if you give oral sex, you're more likely to have cancer. Now, we all know cancer is a new phenomenon. And we know the ancestors wasn't not having oral sex. Cut it out. Cut it out. You need to cut it. 
Them articles be lying. They need to cut it. Hey, anyway, sex helps you sleep because good sex is good sleep. I said it eases your stress, right? It eases your mind. It puts you in a relaxed state of being. And if it's not relaxing you and it's not helping you like sleep a little bit better, um, if it's not giving you that dopamine, I mean dopamine, if sex is not doing that for you, you need to stop. You need, you need to cut it. But there's so many factors and so many ways that we can help ourselves outside of this traditional um, Western world where they always encourage medicine, medication. Oh, take these pills for depression. Take these pills for anxiety. No, you just need to be held a little bit longer. You need to be hugged and embraced a little bit more. You need to have more intimate relationships. You need to have rituals, whether they be sexual or nah, or whether it be exercise or healthy eating, um, rituals cool the head. The black shout out to the Black Connection. I just ordered my tank from them. You can find them on Etsy. The Black Connect Collection. <sighs> See, Black Queen Collective got me making everything a fucking collective when it's not. My good friends at the Black Connection can be found on Etsy. They have this awesome T-shirt. Um, well, tank top for the summer. Ritual cools the head. Develop rituals that will help you cope and deal with the many things that that come to you in life. There's like all types of teas and tonics that are natural that can help you fight and battle anxiety and depression and stress and all of these different things. Like you don't have to you don't have to go to the pills. You don't have to go to the Hennessy. And I'll admit, like at some point during this month, oh man, it got it got hard out here for a pimp. And I was just drinking my life away. But something that I learned in my mid-20s, and I'm telling you this now that I'm about to be in my 30s. Something I learned in my mid-20s is that you feel so much better. And it is so much better when you learn how to cope without using drugs whether it be prescription drugs or quote unquote marijuana considered a drug or coke I've never done coke but I'm just saying I only drink coke with my Hennessy and I'm really trying not to do that anymore which is why I went straight yak (laughs) Um, but coping through these things using these different rituals eating better exercising more um creating healthy relationships that embrace me and hold me um when I need that um helps um there's so many different things that you could do tea like I ain't gonna lie G like what was it like last week yeah last week Monday, the Monday the 23rd, I was falling a part, a whole part, which is the reason why 
I had to take a mini hiatus in the middle of mental May. I didn't even when I planned for mental May, I ain't even know it. It was gonna it was gonna be me that that really needed mental May. But um I was falling apart. Like my plans um to go to my nephew's graduation was a mess. Um these two jobs was a mess. Um, money was a mess. Well, not really. I got plenty money. Must in my pocket, homie. Big face hundreds. Uh, in 2020 or whenever the fucking new bills come out, can we replace that? What's in my pocket, homie? Big face tubmans. Yeah, that fit right in there. Go ahead, Plies. Space age rapper. You ain't even know that that was gonna leave room for hurry tubman. But um, yeah. Tips in, um, whew. like, what was I saying before I said I had plenty of money? No, but like, you know, budgeting, trying to like make time for all of these things. Like a lot of times money don't be the issue. It'd be my job. that be stressing me the fuck out. Like they won't let me free. Like I am enslaved. Pray for me. And I'm going to pray for myself and also pray with my legs and my hands and my mind and my spirit and channel the ancestors to like come up with my underground escape um, to freedom away from these plantations. But trying to get back in school, y'all, so I can finish this library degree and all of this red tape and like this man that I love. Somebody tell that man I love him, man. Like, my sister's gonna shame me for this shit. But anyway, um, yeah, like it was just a lot. It was just a lot going on. Like, let me tell you something that I learned last week. Do not hold in how you feel. Let it out by any means necessary. Like, if you got some shit on your mind, your heart, and your spirit, and you need to tell that shit to, to somebody in particular, please tell them. Don't let your ego or your pride get in the way. Just tell them whatever it is. Like, yo, that hurt me. I didn't like that. I don't like the way that feels. This is this. This is that. Da, 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 da. Whatever. Say that shit. Get that shit off your chest, dog. Cause holding it in ain't gonna work. But I just I was falling apart. Like I had a bad day at work. Um, I had mad shit I had to do for this assignment and all types of shit. Like, I mean, everything was coming down on me at once. And I was just I started panicking. I was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna be able to do this shit. Like I was stressed out, I was sad as fuck, and probably had spent that whole weekend drunk as fuck, trying to cope and manage, but I came in and this needs to be a part of my new ritual. Like I came home in between like shit that I had to do. And I came in and I was determined to like calm myself some way, somehow. So, um, I made some tea. 
Yeah, I made some chamomile tea, chamomile something, honey, something. Y'all know what tea I'm talking about in a little light yellow box. Somebody know what I'm talking about, that chamomile, honey, something, tea. And I, like, soothe myself. Sometimes you have to figure out how to self-soothe yourself. Is that masturbation? Is it tea? Is it whatever? I don't know. Only you only you can prevent forest fires. But you have to come up with these different rituals and these different ways to combat um, this. You have to create a support system and people that you trust so that they can support you during your time of need. You have to be bold enough, big enough, um, smart enough, strong enough to ask for help. Asking for help is shows a sign of strength, not weakness. And oftentimes I think we confuse that. But asking for help, telling someone you're not okay is okay. Hey, I'm not okay. I need help. We have to do those things. And um, we really have to open up the door to have more conversations about how our overall health and the things that we eat, how that negatively impacts us mentally and physically. Um, we have like we have to draw those connections. We need to expound upon this conversation that I just that I just spoke of about the gut and mental health and how those things are connected. Um, because again, stress and we all under some type of stress or do, uh, like some type of stress. We all are. Um, and that's okay, but it's how we deal with it. Um, which is the most important thing, like stress to our body, whether it be mentally, mental or physical, physical, who the hen is setting in stress, whether it be mental or physical, um, the body responds to it in the same way and it treats it as an infection. So you have to have your immune system together. Um, but rituals can reduce stress. Sex can reduce certain rituals, which may include or be limited to sex, exercise, healthy eating, etc. can improve your way of life, your mental health, um, there's so many, there's so much more. This is not the end of this conversation because mental health is something that we deal with and we struggle with every day. Um, I hope I put something on your mind. I hope that you're thinking about eating better. I hope you're thinking about eating real food. Um, I'm not shaming anybody, um, because I'm not perfect. I'm still out here eating processed um, foods, trying to imitate, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm trying to stay out of the middle aisles of the grocery store, even the freezer section. I'm trying to get out of that shit too. Um, I'm basically out of the middle aisles and I'm still stuck in the freezer section, but I need to leave that alone. Um, But we all have work to do. Improve your mental health to the best of your ability. You don't have to pay a copay to go out and exercise. And exercise could be a nice walk because if you go on a nice walk, again, that's good fresh air. Let's not get into chemtrails and all of that shit. Let's just take it for the fresh air that it quote unquote is. 
and um, Sun. Oh, Mr. Sun. Sun. Damn. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sun. Sun. Mr. Golden Sun. Please shine down on me. Even the motherfuckers on Barney knew that they needed some goddamn sun. Um, you are my sunshine. My only sunshine. You, y'all remember that episode of um, Fresh Prince? You don't have to have a copay for sunshine. Sunshine doesn't require a copay. Let's take a long walk around the park. See, if I had a bay, I can combat all of this shit in one. Because then me and Bay can take a long walk. I get my sun, which gives me vitamin D. And I can get the vitamin D from Bay, And then... um. I can exercise with Bay. Sex is exercise. I'm not saying I'm I'm not by any means saying that I need to Bay in order to do all those things. I could do all of those things for myself and with myself. But um with a bay it would be better. But anyway, um Let's step outside of these medications. Let's step outside of these ideas that not being okay is a sign of weakness. Let's step outside of these false ideologies that asking for help is a sign of weakness. No, 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 no. It's a sign of strength. Let's step outside of this idea that we can't talk about what's ailing us. Ailing. Am I saying it right? I'm just kind of stuffy. Ailing. I'm country. So you know what I mean? Ailing. You know how you... Somebody got a grandma from the South. And if you from Chicago and you listen to this shit, your grandma is from the South. She's from Mississippi or fucking Arkansas or some shit. Um, Or Alabama. Um, Ask for help. Google some shit. Again, Google good health. Think about how slavery post-traumatic slave syndrome is affecting us all because it is um put people in their full context and you might be able to process things you might feel a little less crazy um you might not allow them to make you feel less crazy post-traumatic slave syndrome america's legacy of enduring injury and healing by dr joy the gray the guru the what the the loot <laughs> just give me the loot anyway um yeah just give me the loot I'll buy the book and I'll send it to you that's what I can do if you having trouble finding it which you won't because it's post traumatic slave syndrome and Dr. Joy is the only motherfucker out here talking about that shit well of course she's not because other people copy or whatever but she coined the term she's bringing that shit to the forefront um nutrition exercise all of these things can help improve our mental health without even stepping into a doctor's office. Your circle, the people around you that you should be able to trust with your everything in your life. Um, keep those people around you and let those people know that you need help. Let those people know that you don't feel well. Let those people know that you're not okay. It's okay to not be okay. 
It's not okay to stay that way, though, which is why we're Googling this shit, while we're talking about this shit. This won't be the last of this shit um, because it's not the last of it being an issue for me. It's not the last of it being an issue for you. Um, talk more freely amongst people that you love or even strangers that you don't even know because your story of how you were able to combat, um, you know, a low point, depression, sad times, stress, anxiety or whatever will encourage someone and let them know that they can get through to the other side. Mental May has been a blast. So much to look forward to in June. Um... I appreciate everybody listening because basically y'all been rocking with me for six months and guess what? Ain't no stopping us now. We're coming out. Hey, nobody's going to stop me. Straight Yak is on a mission to improve the grooves of our everyday life. Um, and mental health is one of them. Um, Sometimes it's about relationships. Sometimes it's about history. Sometimes it's about politics. Sometimes it's about you and me. Me and him. That man that I see about a dog. Um, in West Philadelphia, you're born and raised. On the playground is where I spent most of my days. Playground. Good mental health place for children. Yo, I got to come back and we have to talk about mental health for kids. But it won't be next week because next week I want to talk about something different. Maybe something ratchet. Maybe my life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. If you look in my life and see what I see. Mary was telling us that she wasn't okay. And that's okay. La, da, 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 da. See, even Mary know that she could share depression with y'all. And we share depression with Mary, but we got to get up. They say you 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 fall seven times, you get up eight. I think that's how it goes. Or the other way around. You know what the fuck I mean? Anyway, until next week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mamas and daddies, fools and foes, bros and hoes, sisters and mothers, cousins and aunts, me, you, your mama and your cousin too. We on for next week. I love y'all. 202-888-45. No. Or 925. 202-888-4YAC. Call me. Text me. Let me know what you're thinking. If you have any questions about gut health, about post-traumatic slave syndrome or any of that shit yo hit me up www.straightyak.com look out for the black queen collective's next event our next btc sister weekend event is going to be lit it's going to be about financial literacy um peace